pass out the bottles of oil. You can pass them out, and while they're doing that, I'll mention these couple things. And let me say this. For this part of the service, you all that are online, I don't want you to get upset. I'm going to do something that is um, scientific. Um, the world doesn't know much about this. I'm going to do something. You will be a part of this ceremony, but then later on when you get the oil, everything will activate right then. So you need to follow our instructions and everything that we do, even if you don't have oil. It has to be olive oil. It can't be any other oil. It has to be olive oil. I'm getting ready to explain that. As they're passing those out, y'all can go ahead. I'll just mention this and then I'll read the scriptures once you're done. God has special weapons he uses, but on purpose uses things that are foolish to arrogant and sinful men. Because the Bible says in order for you to receive the things of the kingdom, you've got to humble yourself like a child. If you won't humble yourself, you won't see how God can use anything, including eyelash. You see measures of it like George Washington Carver when he made all of those inventions from the peanut. Because technically, honestly, and truthfully, you can make anything out of anything when it comes to the laws of the kingdom. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to have y'all play yet, Moses. I'm just... <clears throat> Today, men are pushing what they call science, but because they reject the creator of all things seen and unseen, they do not realize their science is the science of cavemen. There is a much higher level of science that exists that can only be found in the truth. And again, the truth is a person and not a doctrine. <clears throat> Alrighty. You are, uh, if it's a husband and wife couple, you can get a bottle of oil. Unfortunately, what we're getting ready to do has been perverted by many a men of God and woman of God. You know, I'm not saying that every ministry that sells things on television is wrong, because sometimes in order to produce a thing, you know, you need people to pay for the overhead. We're not talking about that. But men have a bad habit of taking. Uh, what God created and using it for their personal gain or perverting it. Um, and so to the online audience, I don't want you to be concerned. I'll mention this again in just a few moments because I'm going to do something that will be retroactive for you. Um, this is very, very important. Hallelujah. Just pray in the spirit just for a moment as they're finishing that up. I didn't plan on sharing half of that stuff. All right, that's good enough. They passed them out. I want to, before we do this, this is the uh, impartation part of the service. I was not led to do the cloth this year. I probably will do that next year. Um, probably will do that next year, but I was just, I didn't feel, I have to be, I'm trying to move slowly into this online thing when you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's, um, y'all know what I'm saying. So everybody, listen to this very carefully. In 2 Samuel 21.1, I'm going to show you the scientific side of what we're getting ready to do. This is where modern-day science cannot keep up with 1% of our speed. Uh, because they reject the truth, they are not allowed to have viewpoints of the invisible realm, by which all material matter comes from. Okay? 2 Samuel 21.1, there was a famine during David's reign that lasted for three years. So David asked the Lord about it. The Lord said... The famine has come because Saul and his family are guilty of murdering the Gibeonites. Now, this is where there are many things that happen in planet Earth, the majority of them, and you don't have the intellect to trace them. So you blame it on other things that they taught you in school. Now, here it says a famine came on the entire land. 
And it says the famine was so bad, it says David went and inquired of God. God said, simple. He said, if you could trace what's on the entire land, it could be traced back to the fact that a group of innocent men were killed. Okay. So there are a lot of things that happen in the planet because of abortion alone. Okay. Any Christian who thinks abortion is okay, you have to really, really question your Christianity or what the scripture says. Make sure that the light you think is in you is not actually darkness. I don't know, but that's the, cor that's the place where, where, where people, and they try to change the name to take away the efficacy that comes from what it actually is. It's a, it's a baby. And, and, so, and so it would be better for you to give it up for adoption. Okay? Now, if you ever committed that sin, I mean, God will forgive you. We're talking about people who promote it on purpose. And you have Christians. You have people running for office now. That's what they run. They call it uh, reproductive justice now. That's the new term. There's really no difference. The child did not become a child when they came into the world. The child was already a child. The child was a child before they got in the womb. That's a deeper teaching. What did Jesus say? He said, I, God said, I knew you while you were in the womb. He said, I knew you. Yeah. Y'all, what did John the Baptist do when he was in his mother's room when Mary showed up pregnant? Y'all don't know the story. Elizabeth was pregnant with John the Baptist. <laughs> Jesus, Mary was pregnant with Jesus, and she went and visited her cousin Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth was, found out that Mary was pregnant and Mary spoke, it says the, the baby in Elizabeth's womb began to move around and leap. He was already responding to that. What was going on? See, but they, but you know you can't convince stupid people. You just can't. You know they. I'm just. I mean just me. No, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna mince words with that. You have to be another level of idiot. To think that it just became a child the moment it came out the womb. Well, it's a woman's choice. Fine then. It's not a problem for my wife to kill her six kids then, even though they're 21 and down to 13. Then if it's a choice, it's still a child. But you know you can't tell them that. Because you never can convince evil of good. I don't care what type of pulpit you got. I don't care how many church members you got. Yeah. Numbers have nothing to do with weight. Amen. Oh, man. These people come Farrakhan come get some numbers. Church of Satan got numbers. Amen. But if Satan shows up at your house for real like he did ours, what you going to do? Amen. Nothing. Right. Call one of us like they already do it. Right. My church don't believe in casting out demons. Well, that's your problem. Not mine. I ain't tell you to go and join the church. amazing what we give up so you couldn't trace it now, I don't want to go into that but let's look at another one 2nd Kings 6 4 through 7 so he went with them when they arrived at the Jordan they began cutting down trees but as one of them was cutting a tree his axe head fell into the river oh sir he cried it was a borrowed axe where did it fall the man of God asked when he showed him the place Elijah cut a stick and threw it into the water at that spot then the axe head floated to the surface. Grab it, Elijah said. And the man reached out and grabbed it. Anybody see any prayers there? No. Father, the one, they got Gilligan off the island and Moses that parted the Red Sea. The one that is the creator of heaven and earth. We're going to fast over this axe head. See, and I wouldn't even done that. How many of you know if your axe head would have fallen off? Well, it looks like I'm going to hold and be poor. I'll be right back. And now you got about two axes because one of them was borrowed in the first place. Science. What did they know? that we don't know. Where a man of God says, oh, you dropped the ax? Hold on just a second. Do y'all see any prayers there? 
snap off a stick, throws it in the water, and then the axe head defies science. Because what you call science ain't science. That's just the science they know about, which is extremely limited. <laughs> Swam by itself. How are you going to trace that? How can you explain that? Y'all follow me? Hebrews 11.3. By faith. Let me see this for a second. Here you go. See, this is how you do it. When you don't let me see me see it. This way. When you're on live television, you do stuff like this. I'm going to wear your hat for a second. When I saw her with this hat on, I said, look at Terry again. She's going to bring that nightclub thing. <laughs> By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. It says everything you're looking at, you can't trace where it came from. Well, it came from molecules. Wrong. You can trace that. Molecules came from something. Right. Okay. That's. I'm just leave that alone. Job one nine through ten. Satan answered the Lord, "Does Job reverentially fear God for nothing? Have you not put a hedge? Everyone say force field. That's what hedge means. Have you not put a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have conferred prosperity and happiness upon him and the work of his hands." And his possessions have increased in the land. Why? There are more than the eyes can see. So there are things that God can do for you in this physical, tangible room, world, excuse me. But it can only be traced into the world that you cannot see. And all you can do is follow the instructions with what he told you about that you can see. And it will activate the invisible. Y'all got me. I did this last year, but one of the many things that God uses to protect you promote you, and empower you in a world of mayhem and violence is olive oil. Now, for some of you that are newer online and here, you're like, that's a fruit. Sure is. It's probably the fruit that was on the tree in the garden. Probably. It definitely wasn't an apple. I don't know what food started that mess. Maybe they liked apples, heard an apple, they the doctor way. It must have been. No, the Bible never tells you what fruit that was on the garden. It was most likely an olive or a pomegranate because God seems to love pomegranates. He would have them carve it into everything. But that's just speculation. It's probably the oil, olive oil. It's fruit. We use it on pizza and wine for a distinctive taste. God uses it to produce a distinctive life. Y'all got me. Next graphic. God always has something he considers untouchable for special use. In the garden, it was the tree. When it comes to people, it's the Jews. When it comes to increase, it's the tithe. It was the spoils of the first battle when it came to war. And when it comes to fruit, it is the olive. Psalm 89, verse 20 through 24, New Living Translation. I have found my servant David, and I have anointed him with my holy oil. I will steady him with my hand. With my powerful arm, I will make him strong. His enemies will not defeat him, nor will the wicked overpower him. I will beat down his adversaries before him and destroy those who hate him. My faithfulness and unfailing love will be with him. And by my authority, he will grow in what? There was a man that had lost his job. He actually got let go from his job for 20 years. 
20. Came to a service like this, was a part of this oil impartation service that we're getting ready to do, and, and as soon as the next week showed up, that same job called him and gave him his job back with 20 years of back pay. Because they found the mistake. Because the mistake could not be found. But he did something and it made the invisible realm reverse and show them something. Ah, and forced them to give 20 years. Man, I almost want to get fired, get a side job. Man, you should have started his job and then quit the next day. 20 years of back pay. Thank you, start your own business. See, my holy oil. It's God's holy oil. He said it's his. James 5.14. Any of you sick? That's supposed to be a question. Not assuming that everybody was sick. Uh, is there anybody here that possibly fell into that? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you. Anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick. And the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. So the oil used in the name of the Lord with faith becomes a conduit of power to bring healing into your physical body. So in the name of Jesus, after tonight, no one amongst us is allowed to be sick. Amen. Mark 6, 12. So the disciples went out, telling everyone they met to repent of their sins and turn to God. They cast out many demons and healed many sick people, anointing them with what? Not castor oil, not, not tea tree oil, not massage oil, not aloe vera oil, not some special concoction that your grandmother made from way back in the day. That's a family recipe. It's olive oil because that's the only one God respects. He said, that's the one that's mine. Out of all of the fruits that exist, he said, is the oil that comes from pressed olives. He said, I reserve that to be a foolish highway in which my power will roll into your life. Amen. And only wise people won't get that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So the disciples went out in Mark chapter 6, verse 12. Did I read that already? Said so they cast out many demons. And healed many sick people, anointing them with olive oil. We do know that whenever we are casting out demons, um, they have the ability to hold on. It's very mysterious. And we notice they use an oil oil, they start screaming because it burns them. That's mysterious. It doesn't burn you, but it burns them. Because it's God's holy oil. And because it's God's holy oil, it's holy. Anything that's holy will always affect darkness. So after you anoint yourself with this oil tonight, the source of your sickness, disease, and torments will be destroyed. Not only can you use this on people, but you can also anoint places and things. Exodus 30, 26 through 29. How many of y'all glad that everything can be explained from Scripture? Instead of you just nilly-willy coming up with some something. You know what I'm saying? Talking about God said. God didn't say nothing with that. Neither God nor Satan came up with this. This was you. Exodus 30, 26 through 29. Use the sacred oil to anoint the tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, the table and all its utensils, the lampstand and all its accessories, the incense altar, the altar of burnt offerings and all its utensils, and the wash basin with its stand. Consecrate them to make them absolutely holy. After this, whatever touches them will also be holy. You know what? There is a person here 
I think it's a person here. It could be online, but I think it's a person here. We, we just read the scripture that you can make items holy, right? right. You know, how can, you can make a piece of metal holy. You know, the Bible says we are holy. Therefore, God says I'm holy, therefore you be holy. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's a person here. I don't know who. I don't know why I'm always looking at Terry. It's always, it must be this hat. <laughs> you got in a car accident and the car was totaled. And you have another car now and the car was totaled. And the Lord is saying that, let me get this right. You're holy and the car was holy. This is going to sound crazy. And just like a holy man died for mankind, it's the same way that car died for you. In other words, the car, the car took the, oh, Jesus. What Satan, Satan was meant to destroy you, but the car took the fall. And God let the car take the fall. So that's why the car was destroyed, but you walked out without a scratch. You need to be careful what you buy. I know this is a deeper moment, but you can't hear this. When you walk into a store, there are certain items that are screaming out your name saying, take me home because I am assigned to you. That's why you need to be careful about a particular car that you buy. I know this last car that we bought, what, five years ago, six years ago, seven years ago, it don't matter. We knew that that car was ordained. Okay? We knew that that was our car. We knew it beyond a shadow of a doubt. So even when the salesman told us that the car didn't exist, they don't come off the assembly line, we asked them to check anyway, and it was one right down the street. Only one in the state. Why? That car was meant to be our chariot to drive us around. I was waiting on another machine. Didn't buy it for years, didn't focus on it, wanted it, but... But then this year, oh, Jesus, you'll know. My wife over there, you'll see. I'm going to just tell you it's white. You'll be like, you play too much. But I knew it was time. I know that this particular vehicle is the one that's assigned to my family. So much so. It's just, it's just crazy how these things operate. You might be a stay-at-home mom, but there might be a particular blender that's supposed to be in your house. See, you think too small. All of these, you see these little dumb movies, what, you know, the animals coming to life and the machines coming to life. That stuff is very, very real. I told you about the guy that, he, he's arrogant. Lord, I just want to see you. He's sitting out there in the parking lot. He said a portal opened up. Some of, this, some of y'all heard this, but some of these new and online. The guy was at our church, and he would always just chill out. Out there in the back, just chill out, laying room. It's all right. He's just like that. And then one day he's at the altar hollering and screaming like Jesus was getting ready to come back. And come to find out, he heard me say something. He's like, Lord, I don't know if this stuff is real. So he made the mistake of asking the Lord to show himself. Sitting in the parking lot in front of some trees. And he said, he's just sitting there. And he said, the air opened. And he said, Jesus stepped right out of another dimension. He said, and started walking to him. And he said, because y'all know all Jesus, Bible says that the light in heaven is seven times brighter than the noonday sun, but there is no sun there. It says Jesus lights the place. Right. And he said, I'm telling you, he said, everything around you is living. He said, everything came alive. He said, the man stepped out. He said, and the air started singing. He said, the trees all lowered themselves and provided a platform for him to walk on towards me. And the trees were worshiping him. He said everything was worshiping him except for one thing. 
the car that I was in. He said, the car that I was in, he said, the metal began to pull back like this and begin to crumple him trying to get away from the face of Jesus. And he said, the metal was saying, have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. He said, he's getting ready to die in this thing. And Jesus walks right up to the window and didn't say a word. But he heard in his whole being, you said you wanted to see me. Didn't say a word. And then he said, turn around, walked out. And he said, and everything began to reverse. And then he stepped right out the portal. He said, everything snapped back. He said, he don't know how many hours he sat there. Let me answer the Lord some questions. <laughs> See, so whoever got in a car accident, that was orchestrated by Satan to take that person out. But that car got a message from heaven, take the hit. Ah, you got to give, you got to give your life, oh, for my child today. You got to give your life. You won't be rolling no more. I know you enjoyed driving around one of my, this is a woman too, driving around one of my daughters. But today, you got to give up your life. Same way Jesus gave his life for that daughter. You got to give your life because Satan had a plan to take that girl. You got to take the hit automobile. See, science don't teach like that because they don't know that. They're too ignorant and too smart to know that. That's why when they get sick, they get scared. Yes. Calling us crazy while we getting healed. Amen. Right, one guy told me, I don't believe in no demons. Wonderful. Come to the church the next time I cast out one, I'll put you in the room and see who run out first. You or the person that's demon possessed. <laughs> we have seen some stuff this year. And last year. And the year before that, to be honest with you. <laughs> we just keep seeing stuff, don't we? And every encounter makes us feel more ignorant than the next. And yet with every encounter, we seem to move more with speed. And the more you move with speed, the more ignorant you become. It's, it's, it's heavenly science. That's why Jesus, everything he taught, you do this, this will happen. You do this, this will happen. The kingdom of God is that when you do this, you're doing this. You know what I'm saying. Y'all good? Amen. We're almost done. Y'all glad y'all came tonight? I hope so, too. I don't think it's raining yet. It's supposed to rain at 10 o'clock. It's supposed to be storming throughout the whole night, but that's all right, because we're going to get out of church at about 8. Amen. That's a lie. It's 8.09 right now. Yeah, let me keep on moving here. Yeah. Wow. That was terrible. That means I've been preaching too long. But it's still good. <laughs> Y'all remember that scene? Paul preached the entire night and the man fell out the window and cracked his net and died. Paul went downstairs, raised him from the dead, and then finished his sermon. Not us. We call him 911. And they're going to sue the church. So, same way that car saved her. See, so let me say something. I know this is... I know this is crazy talk to a lot of people that's heard this first time, but there are some things that are ordained that take the hit for you. Yes, sir. I don't know if y'all heard about years ago when T.D. Jake's house blew up. Whole thing blew up. Why? These are demonic attacks, but you can't trace them. These are demonic attacks that come against the sons of God to try to stump out what God is doing through us, to try to save as many as we can. So they send a direct hit from the invisible realm, and then God speaks to the house. You're going to have to take a hit today. Sometimes your job take the hit. Yes. They got to go. Yeah. 
How many of you know I'm talking crazy right now? Yeah. Ain't nothing crazier than talking crazy and you understand the craziness that I'm talking. <laughs> How many you know this is crazy? Everything around you is untouchable. Everything anointed is untouchable, and the power of this oil will be against your adversary, seen and unseen. So after today, in a moment, we can already stand. I'm just letting you know what's in your hand. You know, it's not something for you to go home and cook with and add some flavor to your fajitas. God said, let me tell you something. When God takes ownership of something, that means he uses that sucker for a serious purpose. It also lets you know the power that's inherent within nature. The Bible says that the leaves of the trees are for healing the nations. First thing you're going to do when you get to heaven is you're going to say, you gotta, you're actually going to go dumping, you got to go jump in this river, and it washes off everything from the old life. And the first thing you do is walk over there, and you take a bite of that fruit off that tree. And the moment you bite it, you can't die. It's impossible. Only way for you to die is if you can kill God. And if you can kill God, then they can kill you. We got a glorious future on this side and the other. Amen. See, that's what's so crazy. Amen. It's for us, our life is supposed to get more wonderful while we battle Satan, and then we go to the other side. Amen. Y'all better listen to the series I'm preaching this year. How do you apply the oil? You apply the oil on your forehead as a seal of protection against all satanic assaults. Ezekiel 9, 4 through 6. The Lord said unto him, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark on the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry because of all of the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. And to the others, he said in my hearing, go ye after them through the city and smite, which means, let me tell you something, you are in trouble when God lets loose an angel from heaven to kill everybody. Bible says God told her angel, go ahead. Said the angel swung his sword one time and 33,000 men dropped. And you're going to stand before a throne with millions of them dudes with an excuse. You knew my heart. Yeah, your heart was dark and rebellious. That's why you rejected Jesus. Go after them through the city and kill. Let not your eye spare. That means don't hold back. Neither have pity. Don't feel sorry for them. Kill utterly old and young, both maids and little children and women. Watch this. But come not near any man upon whom is this mark and begin at the house of God. And then they begin at the ancient men, <laughs> which before the house. You know what he said? Go down there and kill everybody. And the only ones that you can't kill all the ones who had that mark on their forehead. So that's what we're going to do. You got to re-up this every year. Okay. Bible says in the Old Testament, it says, keep the oil in the temple so that the burn, fire can keep on burning. So you re-up it every year. You can do it more once a year. But see, what you do is, is that we're going to anoint ourselves on our forehead. Then you're going to go home and you're going to anoint the forehead of your house. Then you're going to anoint the forehead of your car. In a moment, we're going to pray. For you that are online, you can do this too. It's going to be retroactive for the ones who do it online. Everything will activate, and then the moment you go and get oil over the next couple of days, just take the oil, dab it on, on your uh, forehead, and everything that I say will activate at that moment. Amen. Things of God are not bound by time. They don't even recognize time. It'll go into your past and your future at the same time. 
Oh, man. So it's not going to come near you. So after, I'm so kidding, but after tonight, y'all, we had a wonderful year last year. So now again, after, after tonight, anything that got to do with foolishness does not come near you. Anything that has to do with poverty does not come near you. Anything that has to do with sickness and disease does not come near you. Anything that has to do with losing your job does not come near you. Unless you're getting a better job. And that's some folk, some folk that's getting a better job this year. Some folk going to be just sitting at their desk. You're going to look at the manager going to be sitting there talking. You're giving you an instruction. And you're going to look right at him. You know what? I quit. That's a wonderful feeling. I'm out. You know what? He said deuces. There is no one. I'm sorry. Psalm 105, 13. And then we're done. Psalm 105, 13. When they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he allowed no man to do them wrong. In fact, he stopped kings for their sakes. For all y'all church folk worried about the government. Saying, you know, preachers been lying on you with this scripture. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Preachers been using that scripture in such a raggedy way to say that you can't talk about them and their foolishness. That scripture ain't got a thing to do with no preacher on the face of the earth. It has to do with God's anointed people and prophets. That's why, let's read it again. It says they, they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people. He allowed no man to do them wrong and he stopped kings in their tracks because of their sakes. Saying, you're not going to touch my people. All that's in the oil. Now, there are other things that God uses too, like the cloth. Hey, there's a man over in Africa. They had no idea the cloth. We'll probably do that next year with the oil. Next, every year it'll be the oil and the cloth. And he was on a jumble jet. Plane crash, and as it was going down, he wrapped the cloth around his neck. People say, oh, did you make it a mockery? No, I'm not making a mockery. Because if God said this is his stuff, I'm making a mockery if I don't use his stuff. So it might look strange to you, but the man put the cloth around his neck. Explain to me why everybody got vaporized and the man walked off the plane untouchable. Always remember this. The invisible realm needs a tangible thing to touch this realm. That's why demons love trinkets. That's why witches always need some little, go get a tail off of a rabbit that's two years old and a leaf on the back end of Africa and, and pull out one piece of hair and, and get a suit on aisle seven that's on sale from Walmart and, and put all of them in a... Because they're mimicking God. Okay? How many know? Don't y'all think God could have just freed the people out of the land of Egypt by himself? No, he tell them, now let me tell you something. If God came to you and said, I need you to free the people, three million people out of the hands of the government with the most powerful general in the world, you said, okay, Lord, where's my army? He said, oh, no, just go pick up that stick. <laughs> God takes pleasure in using stupid stuff to show you he don't need nobody or nothing. So he said, touch not my anointed. After you anoint yourself tonight, no man will be allowed to do you wrong. And you need to exercise faith in that. Okay? And guess what? 
See, and sometimes that means God is going to pull them in. God is the greatest roper doper you will ever meet. He will let them do you wrong a little bit and then reverse it. Once when they, once, see, he, got, he loves it. The Bible says that Satan would have never crucified Jesus if he knew that God was tricking him. God loves to trick people. You know what? Do you know, I mean, no, God laughs. Out of all of the scriptures in the Bible that say God laughs, the number one reason why he laughs, it says when he sees what your enemy's planning for you. He fall off his throne. You actually think you're going to do this to my child? You actually believe this, don't you say? That's a joke to God. And if it's a joke to him, it needs to be a joke to you. Quit falling off the wagon over every little thing. Every negative thing is an opportunity to show the world who you really are. We can't show you who you really are unless we put you in a situation that you can get out of like a God, not a human. Oh, man. Last graphic and then we're going to pray. And I want you all to remember this. There is no one that can stop God's agenda for your life except you. And there is no external force of darkness that can succeed against you without your permission. Like that demon told me. He said, we watching you. I said, wonderful. In the words of the hotel chain, I'll keep the lights on for you. Anybody that see me do deliverance, they tell you. That's exactly how I talk to them. I'm quoting scripture to them all day long. It's just, you remember what Satan, look what Jesus said. He said, Satan is coming for me, but he won't find nothing in me. Amen. He didn't quote all of the New Testament scriptures, you know, for the last 20 minutes. You have to talk back to them because they try to put a fear tactic in you. I love, and I know I haven't told you this a million times, but my favorite one, he told me, he said, we didn't try everything with your church. Everything. He said, we didn't try wizards. We didn't try warlocks. Still don't know what this means. He said, we didn't send people with hidden abilities. I don't know what that means, but, you know, whatever. He said, people with hidden abilities. He said, nothing works. Nothing. And this is the same thing that Satan is going to say about you. He told us, the force here is too strong. Amen. But you also need to be aware. Because before he left, he said, don't get it twisted. We'll be looking for every crack. Another one told me, we're going to keep on sending them. And I told him, bring it. Tell Satan to keep on sending them, and I'm going to keep on killing them. Amen. If you could have killed me, I would have been dead at birth. You couldn't kill me when I wasn't living right. Now you're going to kill me that I am? You couldn't kill me when my speech was being corrupted. Now I didn't clean it up, and now you're going to kill me? I'm supposed to be afraid? Y'all ready? Amen. This is a good service. Amen. This is one of them services you go and have a real good meal. Yeah. We can do that because the place is still open. <laughs> Matter of fact, go to a restaurant and watch somebody else New Year's Eve service and ring the bell in with them. Nine eight seven six five. <sighs> There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, churches do what's best for them. What's best, I found, is best to do it at six. That way everybody... How many of y'all would appreciate getting up tomorrow morning and being able to enjoy the day? Yes. Instead of being cranky because you ate at 2 o'clock in the morning, can't get up till 10, now you got a headache, and you know what I mean? Y'all know what I'm saying. Okay, so y'all ready? Amen. Go ahead and stand. Open up the bottle of oil. Open up the bottle of oil. And again, you that are online, we just want you to pray with us. I'm going to have them to open up the bottle in a moment. Put some of it on their finger, put it on their forehead. I want you as a sign of your faith. Thank you. 
Michael. As a sign of your faith, just put your finger on your forehead. It will activate and it will cover you until you actually get olive oil. I'm telling you it will. How you know that? Because I said it. The Bible says if a man shall believe that what he says will come to pass, he will have whatever he says, good or bad, wrong or right, righteous or wicked. Okay? Let's go ahead and open this up. See, when you know why you're doing the thing, your faith activates. Your faith activates. You know there's no power of the oil in and of itself except for one thing. God said it's his. And this is what I use. The Bible says God uses foolish things to confound educated folk. And we're all educated. Everybody is educated to a certain degree. But you're stupid compared to the education you get from the kingdom. I don't use that word lightly. I'm as dumb as a rock compared to what else exists. The more I move forward, the more dumb I feel. Hallelujah. Thank you, O Lord God. Let's just pray in the spirit for a moment. Thank you, O Lord God. Father, we thank you for the mystery of this oil in the name of Jesus. Thank you, O Lord God, for the mysterious things being understood. Thank you for the invisible things that create and destroy tangible things. Thank you, O Lord God. Thank you, O Lord God. Thank you, O Lord. I'm going to declare these things over you. And then after I declare it, I'm going to ask you to just put it on your forehead and just begin to pray over yourself and declare the other things that you expect to see. You see things because you believe them, not because there is some hindrance. There is nothing that will hinder you unless you allow it to hinder you. Unless you believe that because something happens in the planet, planet, all of a sudden now you're supposed to go down. I was amazed at what happened in this ministry this year, simply because I took a stand. And all it did is build courage. So, just lift the oil up a little bit. Just lift it up, not too high, because I don't want you to spill it. Just lift it up and I'm gonna declare these things over you. 2021, it does not matter how many people die from the virus, you will live and not die. Sickness and disease will become extinct in the life of you and your family. In 2021, it does not matter how much the economy shuts down, your household will go up. As the wicked lose their jobs, you will be getting promotions. As the wicked lose their homes and cars, you will be buying new ones. Regardless of how many businesses close next year, your business will explode with new clients and abundance of money. In the name of Jesus, your children will be safe. In the name of Jesus, your children will be safe. In the name of Jesus, your children will be safe. Anyone who tries to harm or kidnap your children will fall dead at their feet. In the name of Jesus, 2021 will be the year where you will see more of your family members come to God than ever before. 2021 will be the year 
of terrible nightmares for the wicked, but wonderful dreams for the righteous. And from now on, the things that you have cried over in the past, you will now laugh about in the future. Now go ahead and take this oil, dab it on your finger, and remember, this is God's holy oil. He said, mark it on your forehead, and when you do, you will remain just as untouchable as Jesus is. In the mighty name of Jesus, just begin to pray over yourself. Pray in the spirit and declare certain things over yourself. Come on, increase your... Lift up your voice and declare it like you mean it in the name of Jesus. Pray the mysteries behind your advancement. Pray the mysteries behind your courage. Pray the mysteries behind your boldness and your commitment. Pray the mysteries behind your faithfulness and your prosperity. Pray the mysteries behind your business. If you are here and you have a business, you are welcome to take out your business card and anoint your business card with oil as we pray for a moment. Yeah, we thank you, O Lord God, for our heavenly prayer language. You said that when we pray in tongues, we speak divine mysteries for our advancement. We pray the perfect will of God, and it is more cold unto the dark side. We thank you, Lord, that our last failure is the last one that we have ever seen, that the things that you have declared over this ministry will come to pass with speed in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, O Lord God, that in 2021 we will become more humble and less prideful. More holy and less sinful. Thank you, O Lord God, that we will commit stronger and not weaker. Because we have a war to win. Thank you, O Lord God, for divine protection this year. Thank you that no weapon that is formed against those that are connected, O Lord, to the body of Christ will prosper this year. A year of blessing and a year of increase right in the face of Satan. A year of explosion right in the midst of a world that is imploding in the mighty name of Jesus. A year of peace that passes all understanding. As others lose our mind, our minds will be renewed by the word of Christ, for we have the mind of Christ. Thank you, Lord God. No one will be depressed in 2021, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you, Lord God, that in 2021 we will experience fullness of joy. For you will turn the captivity of those, O oh Lord God, who have been in bondage. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, if you believe in what God said about his holy oil, and then you believe that the blessing comes upon obedience, Go ahead and lift your hands right now and give God thanks and praise. Thank him that you are protected. Thank him that you are covered. 
Thank him that no man shall do you wrong in 2021. Thank you, oh Lord God, that because we are anointed, you will back kings off for our sake. Thank you that no weapon that is formed against us will prosper. There is nothing that darkness will do against your children, for we are the light, oh Lord God. Blessed be your holy name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, oh Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you thanks and praise. We give you glory and honor, oh Lord. Thank you, oh Lord God. Thank you, Father, that everything anointed is untouchable. Everything anointed is untouchable. Thank you, O oh Lord God. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. This oil is declared on tonight. The oil of the kingdom of God. We declare this God's holy oil to be used for holy purposes. To be used to heal the sick. To be used to cast out demons. To be used to deliver men and women from depression. To be used to anoint even objects for service in the kingdom of God. To anoint our homes and our apartments and our townhomes. To anoint our vehicles and our bicycles and even our machines. Thank you, O oh Lord God. To anoint our businesses. Thank you, O oh Lord God. That this oil is a symbol of divine protection divine prosperity, divine promotion. Thank you, O Lord God, for this. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen, amen. Lift your hands one more time and give God thanks. We bless and honor you, O Lord God. Thank you, O Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's all bow our heads for a moment. Thank you, O Lord God. There might be some people here or listening online around the world, and you do not know Jesus Christ. And if you don't, this does not work on darkness. Truth be told, if you're not careful, this will destroy you. Remember what the Bible said about communion? It says many of you have died because you took communion the wrong way. The things of God are holy, but it's another word for invincible. They are created to be tangible things in planet Earth to destroy every form of darkness. So if you're here, I'm not going to have anybody come to the altar. I prayed about what I should do in that regards. We'll be doing that more in the future where we will have people come to the altar. I'm just experimenting a little bit. So if you're here, I'm going to lead everyone in a prayer. If you don't know the Lord, the Bible says that if you believe in your heart that Jesus died for you and you're willing to accept that, you say it in the form of a prayer, says God will change you and after that prayer you are literally recreated you are literally a person without a past you become a son of God people say we're all children of God wrong you're all created the Bible says to them gave he power to become sons that believe on his name you're just simply a creation be totally honest with you you're a son of Satan until you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's when you become a son of God. That's when you become invincible. That's when you have eternity. And then there are others that throughout the course of the year and all that has happened, you got off track. Like I did. 
Now you need to rededicate your life to the Lord. You need to rededicate. The prayer will cover both. 1 John 1, 9 says that if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. All with God means all. All with people means some. But all with God means all. I murdered somebody last night. All. I robbed a bank. All. I just slept with somebody. All. I will forgive you of all. So I'm going to lead everybody in a prayer. We're all going to repeat it together so no one will feel singled out because the devil will play with a person's mind that way. We're all going to repeat this prayer together. And whether you're giving your life to Christ or you need to rededicate your life to Christ, if you mean this from your heart as you repeat it after me, God will save you where you stand, where you sit, or wherever you are online. So if you want to get in on this prayer, repeat it with us. Father, I believe that Jesus is your son who was sent to die for me, to give me eternal life, and to pay for my sins. So I receive him as the sacrifice for my sins and my old life. I receive Jesus and his blood as the sacrifice for my sins. I accept him as my Lord, my Savior, my Master. Thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins, my mishaps, and my mistakes. You are true to your word. Therefore, I thank you that I am forgiven. I am cleansed. I am righteous. I'm a member of heaven, and I'm a child of God. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, those that have prayed that prayer for the first time today, pray, O oh Lord God, that the invincibility of the kingdom of God comes upon them right now to keep them from all hurt, harm, and danger. Thank you, O oh Lord, for the peace of God mounting guard around their mind. I thank you, O oh Lord God, for a season until they are mature. You will back Satan off for them until they can learn how to stand on their own. Cover them. Speed them up. For they are the ones you have chosen to do more than even us. For the last ones are the ones that are reserved for the greatest war of all time. Thank you, O Lord God, for doing this. Express and show your love unto them and show them how much they are loved and that you have truly forgiven them. It is not how they feel. It is what you have done. It's not what's in their mind. It's what your word says. And you are a God of your word. You said you are not like men. So we thank you that they are forgiven. They are cleansed. They are protected. You will mature them and you will increase them into your perfect will. We thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. How many of you glad you came to church on tonight? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I was supposed to be done at eight, but I'm still good, man. Okay. Hey, so I am uh, glad that you all.